0: Buff Nation! Let's go! We are the DMVR Buffs Podcast, also DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. every day. My name is Jake Schwanitz, RK. What is up, my man?
1: Not much. Uh, Much ado
0: about nothing in the (laughs) snow, is what I have to say. Yeah. um, Opinions on the snow. Like it or hate it? (sighs) I liked it more when
1: I skied. And yes. I just don't have time to ski anymore um but i don't it's not like i don't know the f- the funny thing is usually when it's snowing it's not that cold I don't know it's like right. a weird phenomenon right, so I don't mind it now it happening
0: like two days after I returned from mexico <laughs> that's rough it's a little worse, gotta <laughs> be honest <Yeah. laughs> I'm not the greatest I like days like this, but tomorrow when it's like it's melted and it's all turned into ice. Not my favorite.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, and I'm I'm pretty much an exclusively white sneakers guy. That's brutal. Um, yep. And
0: so it just doesn't those two things don't work out too well. Yep. But you know, we make it through. Yes, we do. Uh we got some news today about the schedule. Finally, the pack twelve slate has been released. That means the buff schedule in full is finally out. No week zero, but we got week one to week twelve, I believe we yep. got.
1: Um RIP week zero it was a fun podcast it was a fun
0: what 36 <laughs> hours yeah
1: <laughs> yep. I didn't like the reporting that suggested as if like coach prime mentioning it to ESPN was like the reason right that it got shut down mm-hmm. because from everything I've heard it had nothing to do with that right <clears throat> obviously the buffs were kind of trying to like t- I don't know I don't really know what the word is they were trying to find a loophole that mm. would allow them to do that, and they had to go through the NCAA. NCAA shot it down. I really don't think Coach Prime
0: hinting at it on college game day had anything to do with no, it. No, I don't think so either. Um, people are already asking about YouTube videos. We'll get to YouTube videos. <laughs> We're going to talk about the schedule first. Segment three, <laughs> YouTube
1: videos we watched recently. Yes. Um, really quick. What it is. Yesterday, we had, what, 430 likes before the show ended. Uh, last I checked, I think it's over 900, uh, 20,000 views on the show yesterday. You guys are incredible. Cannot not appreciate you anymore. Um, and we might as well just start setting new records every day on these likes. Also, I know I told you to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I okay. uh, wanted to remind you guys that if you ever you know want to catch the show and you're in the car, maybe you can't catch us live, and you just want to listen, you can find the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. So uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever, go there, check it out, download, make sure you're downloading the show. Honestly, even if you uh, you prefer to watch here, you can still subscribe to download the show uh, on iTunes. And if you're going to hop over there, you might as well hit us with a five-star review while you're there. Yes, yes, absolutely. Right. DMDR d-
0: Buffs podcast, uh, all, all bases covered. Slight flex if you just type in Buffs. We're the first one that shows oh, up. Oh, I love that. <laughs> there, you, I'm going to start using that now. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. Throw it up, Kale. Let's get into talking about this thing. We've talked about the non-con quite a bit. Um, I don't know. Do we even have to talk about the non-conference today? I think the biggest thing is that
1: the, the ASU game officially not moved to week right. zero. Mm-hmm. Um, the non-con is a hell of a slate.
0: It's is not kind.
1: Yeah, and and I think that that's all you really have to say. Um, you know, I think we're overblowing it maybe a little bit, just because TCU is going to be formidable, but they're going to be very different. Mm-hmm. Nebraska has been shit for a long time. Yeah, um, they made a nice hire at head coach, uh, and we'll see how they look. But they're not like some power, right? It's just a name that we recognize. So it's like, oh yeah, well they're not. Um, Nichols State, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. it, it feels different, which it is. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Colorado State, like Colorado State was trash last year, too. Um, so sometimes I feel like we're just getting caught up in the names. TCU is the one that's like, damn, you got to open with TCU. That doesn't yeah. sound fun. The other two are names that we recognize. And so we're. I think a lot of people are talking themselves into those being tougher games than maybe they might end up being. Right.
0: As we talked about yesterday from the John Conzano report, opening up the Pac-12 slate at Oregon on the 23rd. Week after that, going, or South Carolina, Jesus, USC's coming to Boulder on the 30th. Uh, week 8 is the bye. Looking at it right there, four of the first seven games are at home. You get two games at home in November, back-to-back Oregon State, Arizona. Uh, two Friday games also. October thirteenth, Stanford here in uh, Colorado, and then week twelve at Washington State on a Friday night. That I just don't like the sound of that off <laughs> off the bat. That is some Pac twelve after dark mayhem waiting to happen. Yeah, but maybe maybe good Pac twelve after dark mayhem could be. Um,
1: it is. I, I, it's an interesting schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at it th- through a couple lenses. First lenses as a fan. For a from a fan perspective, this is a fantastic schedule. schedule. Yep, um, Nebraska and CSU are the first two home games. Are you kidding me? Then you get Southern Cal at home. They hate being called Southern Cal, so yeah. I always call them okay. that. Okay. <laughs> um, Stanford on a Friday night after that, and then, uh, you know, it's a little thing, but it is kind of an advantage for a season ticket holder. The latest game of the season is November 11th. Like, there's a chance you might just get seven perfect days Mm -hmm. um and you know usually if you get one of those late november games it's going to be really cold right there's a chance that they don't even have a really cold home game next year like of course it's colorado it can get cold in november but we also will have 65 70 degree saturdays uh in early november so from a fan perspective
0: i think this is a 10 out of 10 home slate for sure, and some name brands, too. I mean, USC coming in, uh, Stanford, Oregon State's not going to be a slouch this year. Uh, Arizona is, I mean, what a recovery from two years ago, but who knows exactly how high their ceiling is moving forward. Right, and they kind of got poached pretty hard yeah. in the transfer portal. Yeah. Same with ASU, too. They, they had a lot of people come in, a lot of people leave also. Yep. Um, new coach there, of course. What is your favorite in-conference game matchup? Um, On the schedule that you see could be for whatever reason because of when it is where it is uh, the timing your favorite though,
1: man, I can't take my eyes off this USC game Um, and maybe it's just because I'm drunk on the Kool-Aid and you know, it's whatever day it's mid January right now and uh, anything can happen right now in my mind, but I'm just envisioning the buffs. You know, having a winning record at this time, Um, and it's the first conference home game of the coach prime era. Mm -hmm. They're taking on USC, who they've never beat before. In our history, we've never beat USC. And I just have a a feeling about this one. Uh, It's going to be Shador versus Caleb Williams. Like, huge narrative game there if Shador is going to be, you know, in the conversations that we think he could be in. Um,
0: And I don't know. I just feel like that could be a special night. Never forget that the Buffs last year took it to USC for the first 20 minutes of the football game. Yep, should have been up 10-7. 10-3 or 10-7 yeah, one of them. Yeah, something
1: like that. JT Stroud, just, it's the easiest pass of all time.
0: Um, I look at this October 7th game at Arizona State. One, because I think we're probably going to end up going to yeah, that. Yeah, we're going. Um, so that'll be three straight games we get to see at home against USC. Then we go to Phoenix to watch them play Arizona State. And then we get that Stanford game on a Friday night. That's just going to be such a fun stretch. But also because Arizona State is a team that's received uh, a lot of hype also. I mean, a lot of people Mm. liked Kenny Dillingham. They've been working the transfer portal themselves. They are feeling really good, particularly the PHNX Mm -hmm. Sun Devil guys, Mm -hmm. about where they're at. And I just think that it's uh, going to be a clash, and I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, so for those of you guys who don't know, we have multiple branches of our company, which started here in Denver. Um, And one of them is in Phoenix, so they have PHNX Sun Devils, where they do a show similar to ours, Um, and they've been uh, a little chirpy uh, over there, (laughs) and it's all in good fun, we like those guys, but that one's going to be fun. A couple years ago when they played at Arizona State, Henry and I went down there, and we did like a beer Olympics against them, Um, so maybe we'll have to do something similar, (laughs) we'll get some content out of that. Uh, and go to the game, and should be a fun one. And, I mean, you would prefer to have at Arizona State later. Mm-hmm. Just you want that as late as possible. Right. But October,
0: not the worst. No, for sure. Um, Utah, last game of the season again, this one in Salt Lake City also. I mean, we've seen so many Utah games in the snow towards the end of the season. They came to Boulder last year. I remember it was it was cold. It wasn't, like, freezing. Mm-mm. It was a little chilly. Um, perfect weather, though. Otherwise, that's going to be a fun one. Kind of a measuring stick uh, matchup there, just in terms of where Colorado ranks up at the end of the and season. To, and who knows what stakes.
1: It's so hard to know, like, just because we have no precedent on this team, yeah, what they're going to look like, how good they're going to be. You know, we're, we're obviously counting on them meshing mm-hmm. quickly. And they're going to have to because they get thrown right into the fire as soon as the season starts. Um, But I, there's a world in which that Utah game has massive implications for sure. Um, And I think about that like, so none of this is official, but I'm like, I'm imagining we'll be at TCU. Uh, We'll do something down there. There's going to be a million Buffs fans. There's already a ton that live in Texas. Mm -hmm. So we'll do like some sort of meetup down there, live show. Um, Again, just talking out loud here. Yeah. We're gonna go to Arizona State because we obviously we have roots there um, with Ph and X. And then I'm just thinking like, well, what what are we gonna do? Not go to a Utah? If there's huge implications in the last game of it's the. Where season? my parents live? Yeah, well, there we go. go. <laughs> you know the drive. Yep. <laughs> so and it's it's the day after Thanksgiving. So you know yes. we'll go have Thanksgiving dinner with your family. Let's go. <laughs> and then, They'd be uh, so stoked. Yeah, or maybe two days after Thanksgiving. But either way. Um, it's, it, this season could be a lot of fun if they, if they can gel. I'm glad you hit that point because I was going to ask you <laughs>
0: how many games are we going to on the road.
1: Well, I'm looking at three right now. I mean, who's to say? Why not
0: Halloween in L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, that's just super exciting. Let's set an over-under here. The people in charge of the travel budget are pulling their hair out right now <laughs> yeah. listening to the show. <laughs> um yeah it's gonna buff nation's gonna show up this year too i'd expect i'm expecting to see a lot of black and gold in uh let's see at fort worth at aughtson in phoenix in la all these games well that's the thing is like you look at these one of the i believe
1: one of the biggest alumni bases that cu has um is in texas Mm -hmm. so that one is going to be insane yeah and just like the like people like me, who even if I wasn't on the show, I'd be going to that game. Like, you have to go to Coach Prime's first game. Um, but one of the big reasons why Colorado moved to the Pac 12, which is a much maligned move, I guess, at this point, um, was because of the alumni bases they have in California. So, like, at UCLA, at the Rose Bowl is going to be a huge one if the buffs are competitive and r- relevant. We travel, man, like mm-hmm. big time we travel. So uh, I see, you know, everything other than at Washington State. I don't imagine right. a lot of people making it up to the Palouse. On a Friday, too. On a Friday. Yeah. But other than that, I think you're going to see big, big buffs,
0: contingencies at all of these games. Um, people have been mentioning that one of the other sports books out there has an over under set at four and a half. <sighs> would you go, would you think that number needs to be higher? Yes. Six and a half? So six and a half
1: is the first place where you get me to start yeah. thinking a little bit about it, and and not because I don't have confidence in them, just because of what I said earlier. We ha- we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Like we'll never even. I guess we will get to see them practice. That's so a nice change. That we think in the coach primary, we're going to be able to watch yes. them practice at least more than we have been before. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, unlimited. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, you know, I don't want to set my expectations too fast. but. It's so hard, like at least in the NFL, you get to see a preseason game or two. you get a little bit of an idea depending on what team you're following. like okay, like that's what the squad looks like. Mm. We're gonna be basing it off of watching them play against each other yeah uh, and trying to decide what this team is.
0: but four and a half, I'm hitting that with the golden hammer for sure. Um, the Buffs have been catching I don't want to say strays, but some disrespect on Twitter already people saying I don't see this more than a two win team again. Yeah, which is absolutely absurd. If you just watched any type of Buffs football last year, there's there's just no way they're going to be that bad again. No.
1: Those people anyone who says anything like that does not pay attention whatsoever. Yep. Legitimately. And uh, uh, you know, this is Twitter, so we shouldn't be surprised that people who have no clue what they're talking about <laughs> right. are running their mouths, but it is true like if you just they have the number one transfer class in the country. And it's not just because of, you know, the um, size of it, like a lot of people want to say. Not even all of those players have been ranked yet. Mm-hmm. So they have the number one transfer class in the country because they brought in Travis Hunter, the most the the highest rated available transfer
0: in the country. The only five-star in the portal.
1: Yes. They brought in Shadour Sanders, who is the best quarterback they've had in a long, long time. Those people are just looking at a team that won one game last year, and then looking at some of the names on the schedule, yes, of course, you know, Oregon, USC, UCLA, Washington, you know, uh, at Utah, and they're seeing those things and just going, oh yeah, well that one-win team from last year isn't gonna be able to compete with right. those Pac-12 powers, and they're just, they're gonna be uh, in for a nice
0: surprise. Yes, um, any final takeaways before we move on? Um, what was I going to say?
1: Yeah, I was just, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, someone pointed out to me on Twitter and said two home games in the last seven weeks. As I look at it here, it's actually two home games in the last six weeks. That's a weird way to look at it, though, because it's really two out of the last four Mm -hmm. uh, are at home, which is fine. And then you have a bye and then at UCLA in the other part of that six weeks, which is, you know, it's not like you're on the road for the bye. You got Stanford at home, then you have your bye, then you're at UCLA, then you're back home. There's no bad stretches here. Yeah, um, maybe you'd like to flop uh, Arizona and Washington State just so you can alternate at the end of the season, but I think by and large, I tweeted this out, Jake. So let's answer this question: Did it did the schedule break for or against the Buffs? I don't know. It feels pretty
0: fair, honestly.
1: Yeah, I think it broke for them, um, and I I think it's because of that that October stretch. Okay. You go through a gauntlet to start the season. Right. Um, and by then, I think you are going to be battle-tested. And then you start October with a Friday home... Or, sorry, you get at Arizona State. Then you have Friday uh, game against Stanford. Then you have a bye. Then you have at UCLA. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like that. And then you roll that into at, uh, Oregon State and Arizona at home. I think you can build a lot of momentum there. Sure. Um And so... It's close. I think you're right. It's a it's a fair schedule. They didn't get any really tough breaks. I think the toughest break about it is at Oregon and then SC at home right. to start things. Right. But other than that, um, I feel like they got a pretty fair shake on this schedule.
0: Well, that's the thing. You want your toughest stretch, I think, at the front rather than at the back like last year. Yes. Because
1: so. what happened last year was... They were cooked early. The season was over. And the season was just like I literally remember saying to you, like, I don't really know what else there is to watch other than Jordan Tyson. And then yeah. the next week Jordan Tyson yeah. tore his ACL. Yeah. So like this year, no matter what, like no matter how they start, you're still going to be able to look at that finish and say,
0: still got a shot. Yep. For whatever, you know, goal you may have. You get a bye week smack in the middle, too. I mean Yeah. You can complain about it, but there's good and bad on this schedule. I see. I would like to
1: trade at Washington State and at
0: Arizona State the top,
1: uh, the dates. Mm-hmm. You know, then you you don't have to go up to wherever in Washington that is, and right. you know, in the winter it's gonna it's always shitty there. Right. I feel like every game we ever play there, there's like wind yep. and like sleet. Um. So that sucks. But other than that, I'd say uh, say if
0: it was a fair schedule. Yeah. We'll be talking a lot more about it. Shout out to our friends over at Jive Hive. That's J I V E H Y V E. They are a virtual dispensary on wheels that offers convenient pricing, privacy, and security. They can do discreet deliveries. If you've been home partying, deliver right to your door. Visit JiveHive.com. Again, that's J I V E H Y V E.com and get your order delivered the same day or schedule a delivery window. We'll be there to say hi. Head over to JiveHive.com and enter your address to find out if JiveHive can deliver to your door. They are now serving in Aurora, Greenville Village, Monument, Fountain, and various areas of El Paso County. That's J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com. Also, shout out to Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's has an endless options of fresh ingredients that can fit almost any diet or dietary restriction. As I mentioned at the top, 10 Colorado locations, happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Try to refreshing Hoplark Citra at any Illegal Pete's location. It's everything you love about an ice-cold beer, except it's dry, January-friendly. Illegal Pete's always our go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Legitimately. Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, okay. Just a few things we need to touch on today. We'll catch up on YouTube, of course, uh, too. The portal closes today.
1: A thing that the buffs have been so irrelevant <laughs> when it came to the portal. Yeah.
0: I didn't know it was a thing. Maybe a couple of years ago, they were dying for this day to come because yeah. that meant people couldn't <laughs> close leave the anymore. Portal, please. <laughs> yeah. When you think of this, do you not imagine
1: that, like, there's like this big, like, circular portal and it's like, shoo, yeah. And it close Like, I can't not. It's like think a wormhole in of... space. Yes. It's like ex- an
0: interstellar, you know? It just like sh- closes up. It's uh, oh,
1: I cannot not think <laughs> of it that way. Or, like, what's that Disney Halloween movie? Halloween Town. Yes. When like the portal to Halloween Town closes, <laughs> right? <laughs> you have to like get out by midnight or whatever yeah, it is.
0: Platform nine and three quarters <laughs> in Harry Potter. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, just that's exactly how I imagine in my head.
0: They're closing it down. Uh, this closes the first 45 day window. Um, I don't remember when it started. Go back 45 days from today. It's a 60 day total opening for the transfer portal during the or I guess during the off season. Um, the next window is going to be May 1st to 15th, only 15 days. After that, people will have to wait until they either lose a head coach. I think there's some, uh, like what Colorado State did. If you have a right. new head coach, you can enter the portal. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens to the Buffs? If, you, if your team fires a head coach, the portal opens, I think, for four weeks or 28 days. Um, we only saw one player, Brendan Lewis, take advantage of that last year. Yep. So we'll see. Um, Point being, though, these are the guys, the guys that have entered the portal now that Colorado has to choose from. Um, We'll see what happens maybe over the next day or two. I know that the transfer portal isn't like it's not instant. Yeah, it takes a while for a lot of these things to process. (laughs) So we may be getting some announcements uh, maybe the next day or two. But these are pretty much the guys that they have to go after. Uh, We'll see exactly how many they pull in now.
1: Yeah, what's interesting is so yesterday you saw two guys hit it, right? In yeah. uh, JT Stroud and uh, Maurice Bell. Maurice Bell. I wanted to say Ronnie Bell. That's the Michigan kid. Is that who that I'm thinking of? Who was Ronnie Bell? I think that's the <laughs> Michigan wide receiver. Yes, yes, uh, it was. <clears throat> so, anyways, uh, Maurice Bell, which I, I don't know. I, was, I guess I was kind of pulling for him <laughs> after that question to Coach Prime where he was like so scared to ask, but. Um it just didn't I don't know, didn't, didn't work out for him, I
0: guess. Um this is his second time entering the portal this offseason.
1: Right, right. He answered it, then it was like, Oh, Coach Prime's coming, let me hop back out. Yeah. And then I think, I don't know, I guess saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. Um in a normal world he probably would have played for the Buffs this year. Right. But we we no
0: longer live in the normal. Yep. Um anything else on the portal, I guess?
1: Yes. I just I'd like to know like an exact moment like is it like a Halloween <laughs> Town does it close at midnight <laughs> yeah. like I would assume they're trying to usher some guys into it as we speak right if that's the case um, and maybe there will be some you know news tomorrow that guys you know jumped in but we as we know we be- we believe or I believe you probably know the buffs are eight scholarships over the limit right now um, now I don't believe it matters to get under until you get to I think week you want the yes, it's when you play games. So there's plenty of time, you know. You can may, may it'll open back up and maybe there'll be more clarity after spring football for some of these guys that oh, I just don't fit in on this roster. Right. Um but regardless it wouldn't be a problem if four or five guys decided to hit the portal before it closes today. <laughs>
0: um That's a funny comment. What? (laughs) Tyler Brown. Um, On3 has been reporting... (laughs) (laughs) He's been reporting all day On3 has that uh, many players are entering the portal still. So as I mentioned, we'll start to to still see names over the next
1: few days. You can actually bring that up. That's hilarious. (coughs) (coughs) The reason I want to bring it up is because (laughs) when I was in school, gosh, I wish I could remember this kid's name. But when I first started covering the buffs, there was this kid who was a seventh gonna be a seventh year senior, uh maybe sixth I don't even know if you could get to seven back then. um <laughs> he was gonna be a sixth year senior, and I wrote this story about him, and I wrote like four or five little jokes in the story about how old he was <laughs> and like you know I'm eighteen at the time or right. whatever and Adam Munster Tiger, who was my editor at the time, <laughs> read through the story and was like. Hey, I think there's like a couple too many. Like, he might be offended by some of this because I wrote, like, oh, his freshman season when he played under Dal Ward. And, like, <laughs> and Adam was like, I think you can get away with one or two of these jokes, but you might, like, offend him with every other paragraph has a joke about
0: how old he is. Oh, uh, it's we go through it every year. There's always a quarterback who plays well in their sixth or seventh year. Last year it was Kenny Pickett. We go, yep. was getting all the jokes this year at Stetson. Um uh, next year i don't know dtr is finally gone thank god oh it'll be um i don't know is tanner morgan still gonna be at minnesota <laughs> <laughs> he could be he's been there for forever too um there's that kid at oregon who applied for eighth year wasn't it like a tight end or something yeah yeah, yeah yeah insane all right uh, moving on this came through on monday and i thought this was super interesting CU is now a client of Real Analytics, R-E-E-L. Real Analytics provides tracking data to assist in player evaluation. They also provide in-game speed and athleticism numbers for transfer portal and high school prospects, as well, of course, as people on current rosters. Kind of like NFL next-gen stats, you mm-hmm. know, how they're you'll see it throw up during the game. This was their top speed on play. Um I just thought this was really cool, and it's relevant because Coach Prime used this service to build his roster at Jackson State, who also heavily heavily utilized the transfer portal. Um, just another tool, and some interesting things. They have the, what is called an IGA, which I'm assuming means in-game athleticism. You're um, just assume, you're just guessing on that one. That they <laughs> have the in-game athleticism thing in there a lot. Okay, all right. So all right, all right. that's what I thought okay. it was.
1: I thought you were just like saw IGA and you're like, uh, I think this would stand no, for in-game no. athleticism. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Um three okay, two will be buffs and one will be buff. Okay. You said it, not me. Uh on this list that were relevant. Wide receiver omarion Miller, he's a four star guy, already signed to CU. 99.7 out of a hundred in-game athleticism score. <clears throat>
1: so I'm kind of looking at this like RAS, but yes almost more valuable than RIS because RIS is all based off of your testing at the combine and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, George Payton, who, you know, gave some bad contracts out, but has done a good job um, drafting and landing some, some diamonds on the rough, such as, you know, Baron Browning, right. All about this. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you'll see, he rarely takes a guy who's not in the nines when it comes to RIS. And I assume that's something that coach probably, you know, is, in line with one of like the worst kept secrets in all of college football is it's just all about speed like yeah. it's like Madden mm-hmm. and it's not quite like that in the NFL because everyone is so fast like the linebackers are running four fours right <clears throat> but in college if you have a really fast team you just win a bunch of games because of it I mean Chip Kelly in Oregon yeah. kind of revolutionized that but <clears throat> it holds true to this day and even like Saban who for the longest time was running like this like heavy pro style offense and was like not essentially getting these crazy 4-3 you know Devontae Smiths and um, oh, gosh who's the other guy Jamison Williams like they weren't always doing of, it that way yeah. and even he started to realize like oh speed in college football is just the easiest way to win mm-hmm. and I've noticed this with coach prime Almost all of the guys that he's going after are extremely athletic, but also extremely fast.
0: And Omarion Miller is another great example. Yep. Um, he had a video. I can't remember if it was at some Under Armour high school all-star event over the weekend. Um, I tweeted out. I don't know if you saw it, but there was just a cl- just 45 seconds of what Omarion Miller was doing to kids out there. No. His route running is... Oh, man. Um, I'll, I'll pull it up. We can maybe show yeah. it on today's show, too. Um, Next guy, though, had a 96.7 in-game athleticism score. Tajay McCoy, the edge. The three-star kid out of Oklahoma, uh, signed to the Buffs on early signing day on the 21st. We talked yesterday about how these grad transfers coming in at edge are going to really bolster this team. Seems like you got a young bull in Tajay McCoy, though.
1: Yes, that's exciting. Uh, And he was one of the ones... <clears throat> who was a late bloomer mm-hmm. with his athleticism. And so for him to kind of skyrocket. Yeah, we watched him. Yep. His junior tape was like, okay. His senior tape was like, holy shit. So yep. um, really interesting. And I wonder if Coach Prime, and it'd be, it'd be interesting to talk to him about this once we get him on the show. I won't say if we get him on the show. <laughs> um, does he think that this is a way to kind of <clears throat> bridge the gap um, or make it a little bit easier to evaluate high school prospects because there's so many variables that go into evaluating high school prospects. The the biggest one being how is their quality of competition. Right. You know, there's a guy. There's guys who can dominate at, m- at much lower levels, and then all of a sudden they go up against guys their own size and they don't. But I wonder if these sort of analytics he believes and one of the reasons why he likes it is because he thinks okay, well. This doesn't take it like this is um, independent of who they're playing against. It's just telling me about them. How Mm -hmm. athletic are they? Mm
0: I like that. Um, Last guy on the list is, of course, Cormani McLean, 95.5 in game athleticism score. Cale, I sent you that uh, tweet of Ormarion Miller, or actually, this was Adam Hopkins. Sorry. Do you still want to watch Adam Hopkins though? Tear up some high school kids? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. I remember this a little bit more, but, yeah, yes,
1: let's, let's let's absolutely watch Adam okay. Hopkins. Uh, Four-star, of course, who committed to the Buffs right, right on signing day, I believe. Um, right right right.
0: But uh, he is breaking ankles in that Oops. clip, and it really shows off how well he tracks the ball, too. Look at how smooth he is. Did a pirouette on that one. Four-star out of Thomasville, Georgia, signed on early signing day, December 21st. Just wide open there.
1: Jeez, mm. he, he created separation he on that one. Goodness gracious.
0: Oh, one of those was on Desmond Ricks. Does anyone know in the comments, by the way, is he related to Eli Ricks? Gotta be. Now at Alabama, I believe.
1: <clears throat> this is impressive. If you like these Adam Hopkins highlights, hit us with a like. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I, don't think we're on, I don't think we're on pace, Jake, to uh, beat yesterday's numbers.
0: Yeah, come on, guys. Uh, you <laughs> set the bar really high yesterday. I know. Now I'm just like, uh, yeah. our expectations are blown <laughs> out of proportion. Um, what else do we got here? Let's talk about some YouTube. Let's go. A few days ago... Um, YouTube corner. Part <laughs> YouTube corner, part two of Coach Prime's team meeting... Or not team meeting. Meeting with his support staff came out. Um, it's interesting to watch. I think you should watch it for sure. Okay. Um, but the biggest takeaway... At one point, Coach Prime... I believe he's talking to the equipment manager or something. He goes, uh, We're going to order more uniforms. I want more change than Lady Gaga. Let's go. Um... I think a lot of Buffs fans are very
1: uneasy about this. And <clears throat> I get it to an extent. Um, Colorado has always had a very traditional look. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some people are gatekeeping that a little bit. But I th- also think that there is a a time and a place where we just have to move on from like right. worrying about what we normally look like, or, you know, obviously black and gold is going to be there. Um, Kale, if you could bring it on me. But it's one of those things where it's just like, it's not about what we like. As much as I would say, like, let's go gold helmet, black jersey, black pants all day long, uh, and on the road give me, like, the Stormtrooper or whatever, like, what fire? What gets these kids fired up is seeing a new uniform every week. Right. Like, that legitimately makes a difference. Yep. So, are we more married to looking like we're used to looking? Or do we want to play like we used to play? Right. And win championships and compete for Pac-12 championships? Like, maybe that's not the only thing that makes a difference, but why wouldn't you take every little advantage that you get? Coach Prime gets this, so no one has any uh, <laughs> say in it anyway other mm. than him. But... I think everyone just needs to like set it aside. There's probably gonna be a look that they put out there that you don't like. Right. It doesn't matter. Yep. It really doesn't. So I, I just, I wanted to set that out there for people cause I just know there's gonna be some like hand wringing over, we're not that kind of, we
0: are now. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna help us win, get over it. Um, I'll say that on, on this topic. As you kind of mentioned, fans can be weird with uniforms and it's a lot of times because like a uniform can almost bring back a memory of a certain play or a game yep. even, right? Coach Prime, the coach prime is here. You're going to need uniforms new, to yeah. mark these times. It's a great point. Um, so whether it's these new ones or however many are whether these old ones and however many new ones they end up getting it's so it's not a bad thing to kind of mix it up and you know let the kids have fun with their 1700 combinations or whatever. They should. They should. Uh, and what you'll see is,
1: like, every recruit will come in, especially when you have a ton of different mixes, every recruit will come in and they'll be wearing a different one. Because mm-hmm. that's the one that they think is the coolest. Yeah. Rather than being like, well, these are our three options, so right. pick one. It's yeah. like, okay, you can wear the gold uniform, you can wear the silver uniform, the black, the white, we have that helmet, we have the metallic helmet, we have the helmet with the horns on it. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, crazy yep. give them all the options in the world i know deep down no one cares about anything but winning but everyone's gonna always have something to complain about this one will happen i'm i'm begging
0: you just let it happen yes just embrace it well said um one more thing to get to make sure you guys get your questions in now hit that thumbs up button uh we will get to those very very shortly We've already got a bunch. let's go love that um But many people were talking about today because it came out on our show yesterday when we were live. The Travis Hunter destroying video. Ah. Um, It's basically just a tour of the facilities, which is already on YouTube and we've already seen before. Um, But it's interesting. You get to see Travis in his element. He's joking around. You're going to love it from that perspective for sure. And the stormtroopers were out in the snow. And my God... (laughs) that clip is so fire
1: yes and again just confirms they will be wearing the stormtroopers week one at tcu have to it's a it's the lock of all locks have to man um shador did his announcement in it travis is doing the destroying video with it um but that one that video with the snow on the field
0: that hit yeah yeah it was great um also, just going off memory of other things on YouTube, we're seeing a lot more of our guy Tyler Brown. He's around the facility yeah, quite a lot. Yep, he's a he's a he's a great character, great yep. man. Yep. Um, trying to think what else.
1: By the way, the destroying story is so cool. Or destroying. Yeah. Um. We had heard, we had heard this obviously the story of you know the kid who had to choose between YouTube college football and I didn't put that together when everyone was saying oh he released the video of Travis Hunter mm-hmm. but that was him um, what I, I just love that like yep. any middle finger to the NCAA you yes. know one of the one of the OGs of NCAA middle fingers was skiing with Shador Sanders this weekend mm-hmm. did you see it yep. uh, the picture of Jeremy Bloom yep. with Shador Jeremy Bloom of course was an Olympic mogul skier who was playing for Colorado <clears throat> and the NCAA <laughs> tried to say, you can't accept sponsorship money for your Olympics run if you're going to play college football. Uh, and so he had to step away from CU. He was my favorite player at the time. Um, just electric speed, like punt returner, mm-hmm. you know, caught some long touchdowns, big plays, and it was just so fun to watch, super shifty, and had to give it up because the NCAA was going to essentially stop him from doing what he was incredible at yeah. just skiing moguls. He was an even than he was a yeah, absolutely. And then he ended up getting drafted by the Eagles, didn't do much in the NFL and, you know, stuck with uh with skiing, but he was kind of a, like an original trailblazer um for pushing back on some of this NCAA bullshit. And thankfully, now someone like Travis Hunter who has a huge growing YouTube channel can make money off of that as
0: obviously everyone should have always been able to do. Right. Someone mentioned in the comments, just what a recruiting tool too. This guy's got 4.5 plus million subscribers. You're already seeing Travis Hunter on there. How many other five stars and just insane athletes are going to see that and go, I want to be at Colorado because I want to be in the video with Travis and destroying. I mean, it's unbelievable. The the.
1: I would maybe say millions of new eyes that have been on Colorado in the yeah. last month is just insane. I mean, think about it. Coach Prime's on every single show mm-hmm. wearing a buffs, uh, buffs gear. He's on the Manning cast. He's on McAfee. He's on College Game Day. He's on CBS Mornings. He's on everything. Then you've obviously got just the, the news break of Coach Prime coming to see you, which was on everything. You've got this video going out to 4 million subscribers, which is, by the way, a totally different demo than what any of the places we just talked about, yep. um, and maybe the most important demo, which is like football players, yeah, young football Kids, players, yeah. who are on YouTube. Uh, it's just remarkable. Uh, I wish so- there was like a reliable way to track how many new people know about and are interested in Colorado, and we're uh, we're absolutely going to see it in the in the. Uh, enrollment numbers and
0: application numbers as soon as this year. Right, for sure. That video almost up to 700,000 views. 700,000 people have seen what CU's facilities look like. Travis well, Hunter in the Stormtroopers. If we get a few more likes, we might be able to get this <laughs> to 700,000. <laughs> Let's go. While you guys are liking this video, I'm going to tell you all about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Where, of course, the NFL season is winding down. It's NFL divisional round this week. My favorite week mm. of the NFL season. Are you a divisional round guy or are you otherwise? I
1: like it all. I like it all. This is a good one, though. And I, I know you were sitting over there when we were doing bets. Mm-hmm. Last year, the divisional round almost was four road, road dogs. If the Bills had won that crazy game against the Chiefs, they where should have won. the Chiefs game. scored in 12 seconds or whatever it was, yes. that would have been four road dogs that won in the divisional round
0: last year. There you go. Um, You're on notice now. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. You can also boost your same game parlays up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DMVR where new customers can bet $5 on the NFL divisional round to get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also, shout out to Bacchus and Shanker. When you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker are here to help. They are free until they win money for your case. No upfront fee to speak with them. No upfront fee while they work on your case. Um, They only pay, or you only pay them if you win. They have won over $1 billion for their clients. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, We can even help if you're injured at work. Call us at 222-2222. Just keep hitting the 2 button until you get to them.
1: Perfect. Um, As I said on the Bronco show yesterday, I think a girl gave me that number at a bar
0: once. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's brutal. Um, Yeah, call them to find out if you have a case uh, for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. All right. Questions? Let's do it. Yep, let's do it. Do we have a big run stuff for DT? Okay, and I saw these comments right when we started too. A lot of people are asking who ninety nine was in the well off video. That's Jalen Sami.
1: What what video was he in?
0: Uh, it was the the last opulence one. Okay. Um, I think it came out late last night. It's called See You. Okay. I didn't see that. S e e y o u. Yeah. One. Um, you know, two days where you don't watch videos I and know, you're just it's out crazy. of the loop. Yep. Um, he needs some work though. So, uh, they've got some big bodies. I won't say they have like a certified run stuffer though. I think I'm higher on Sami than you are. Yeah. Um, I think that he was
1: a victim of the defense last year more than a problem of the defense.
0: Oh, for sure. I'm not saying he's a bad player, <coughs> but yeah. Um, I don't know. right. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. And then they also brought in the kid from Fresno State, right? Uh, Leonard Payne. Yep. Great. Name. Um, so, yeah, they've got some beef. How many of these games do you expect to be televised nationally instead of on the Pac 12 channel? That's a great question a really because question. the Buffs them? were uh, <laughs> Pac 12 network regulars last year. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's just start here Oregon, SC,
1: guaranteed. No chance. Yeah. Uh, those are on national television. At Arizona State, that feels like an FS1 game to me. Okay. Um, Stanford at home on a Friday, guaranteed national television. That's why it's on Friday. Yep. Um, At UCLA.
0: Rose Bowl, baby. Come on.
1: Yeah, that's probably national. This is where it gets a little more dicey. Uh, Oregon State at home. We'll see. Arizona at home. We'll see. Washington State's on a Friday. That's a guaranteed, (coughs) (laughs) yeah. Right. I'm dying. (laughs) Take your time. I'll keep talking. You're good. Um, Washington State. uh, As what was I just saying? Washington State on a Friday is a guaranteed national TV game, and then finally Utah, almost definitely going to be national TV. So I'm looking here at two games: home to Oregon State, home to Arizona, as the only two that I think are really in question. And then you could add Arizona State. So I'm. I'll call it now.
0: Nine national TV games at the least. <coughs> With that Utah game though, it depends on the stakes, I think too. Because if Utah's yeah. already undefeated and have kind of wrapped up a Pac-12 title game, you know, maybe not a uh, uh, ESPN or ABC headliner. So we'll yeah, see. that's fair. What else we got, Kale? E love. What's up, man? Did you see Travis Hunter dun- dunking like Ja Morant? I didn't watch the full video, but yeah, man, he just, it's crazy, the the bunnies that that guy has. He can dunk on almost anyone. Dude, he he has that, there's like this
1: new age type of athleticism. I don't know how to explain it other than like, I hadn't really seen it until Jerry Judy came along. Right, right. I know and, what you mean. And it's like this <laughs> yeah. like long, shifty, bouncy, super quick, that didn't used to be. Exists right, yep. I don't like and Cormani has it too, he does. Um, and so yeah, I don't know, I don't even know what to call that, but it's this insane athleticism that's like, why are you, like, I don't know, I don't yeah. know
0: how to, how to explain it, but if, you know what I mean if you've watched Jerry Judy or <laughs> people, anyone in, like that. In the, the mentions to that Adam, Ho- Adam Hopkins video and in the comments just now, people were talking about Jerry Judy when watching him. Yep. Um, what else we got, Kale? Would you guys have preferred the Week 0 ASU game that was canceled? I think so. Yes, Um, absolutely. You get another bye week, too, from it. The only thing is I
1: I thought CU fans got a little crazy, like, putting that game in Vegas without any reason. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I just played in Vegas. Yeah. So you wouldn't have wanted Week 0 straight up at Arizona State. But Wilner, I think it was, or one of the national guys, hinted that it was going to be in Boulder at one point. Then when it was shut down, they said there will no longer be a Week Zero game in Boulder. So, like, I don't know if they were going to trade a two-for-one type of thing. Right, right. But they just say, like, we'll give us two in a row, and then we'll give you the next two in a row, or something
0: like that. Who knows? I mean, they're obviously interested in Week Zero, so we'll keep an eye this time next year if something comes up. Yeah. Over under a fans at the Rocky Mountain Show is going to be sold out, dude.
1: Well, it's in Boulder
0: this time, so it's It's not...
1: Even if it was at... Uh, mile high like it has been for like the last 10 years it still probably would have been sold out mm-hmm. but it's at Folsom every game at Folsom is going to be sold out yep best part is
0: far less Rams fans yes for sure James asks how many years before Denver hosts a Walmart sponsored bowl game uh,
1: that's a kind of a Broncos question I guess yeah <clears throat> not many as long as it takes for them
0: to build that new stadium do you, do you think they're getting a new stadium out here?
1: I do. Yeah. Now, they're putting like $100 million or whatever into the current mile high.
0: Yeah, I drive by it every day, and they're doing a bunch of stuff out really? to it. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Um, so that'll hold them over for a little bit, but it doesn't preclude them from building a new stadium. I think it's only a matter of time before they build a new stadium out by the airport. Um, that sucks. With like a whole city around it that I'm just yeah. already calling Waltonville. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the Waltons are going to own all of the real estate around it, and they're going to build a whole city off of making a football stadium. But uh. it's going to suck because Denver is one of the few places where every team plays in downtown. Yep. Um, and on the other hand, it's probably going to look like Jerry World or SoFi, so that'll be kind of cool.
0: Dome? I'm calling retractable. Okay love here you go, Ryan. Why is there so much hate on Tim Brewster's video? Is everybody just soft now? This is one of the weirdest things ever. Um,
1: and I think it's all just the anti-Colorado Coach Prime pushback. PhDs? Yeah. The uh, Someone said don't even call them Prime. Meridians don't associate them with Prime. Just call them Meridians. I don't Meridians. hate that. Um, but I'm just going to stick with haters. Um, I just think they're looking for anything that they can try to pull on the buffs right now. But... I don't get it, you love all the, the only thing I can really pull from is to say, I don't think these people have ever been exposed to football that closely. (laughs) Like, you know, they see like a, a rallying speech from like Nick Saban in the locker room before the national championship. He knows the camera is on. Right. But I just don't think people are seeing like the way that football coaches actually interact with football players. But I I'm blown away at the response to that because it's the most normal football coach football player interaction that like I can think of. It's obviously a little bit turned up, right? But like he didn't curse anyone out or no. talk poorly to anyone. He just yeah. it was like a I don't know a rallying. Like he literally told players to stand up. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he did,
0: and it was cool. They all stood up real. Yeah quick and in unison. Yeah, really exhausting those players on the first meeting. Uh, Hello, guys. Just joining so you guys see a clear path to above 500 in a winning season. Do we see above 500 in a winning season? I do. Um, I think the clear path involves
1: winning two of the first three. Um, And then if you win, if you get two, so like I said, Nebraska and Colorado State aren't good programs. Mm -hmm. Like, we just have to make sure we keep that in mind. Those aren't, you know, Nebraska was right. Same with us, we were right. Both schools are fighting to get back. Mm-hmm. Uh, little known fact: Colorado has won a conference championship more recently than Nebraska. Yes, sir. Um, so both schools are fighting to get back. But it's not like that's a that's a that's a game the Buffs will probably be favored in. Mm-hmm. Colorado oh, yeah. State they're going to be heavily favored in. Yep. So there you go. Win two out of the first three, then. If you do that, let's just jump straight to October. Forget about Oregon and SC. You got to win four of Arizona State, Stanford at home, at UCLA, Oregon State at home, Arizona at home, at Washington State, at Utah. Just look at those. Like you just win the three home games. Yeah. Stanford, Oregon State, Arizona. You'll be fav- you should be favored in all of those. Mm-hmm. And now you just need to find one more win at Arizona State, at Washington State, obviously the most difficult ones at UCLA, at Utah. Yep. So clear. do I see a clear path? I would say yes, I do see a clear path. Where the challenge lies is being ready fast. Yep. Um, and I think that this coaching staff, which is so qualified, Has their hands full, but if there's anyone that can do it, I think it's them. They've got to be ready. I'd say by week one, they really
0: have to be really ready. They got to be like in gear by week two when you face Nebraska. Right. Um, I mean, and if you can steal one of these games, potentially against TCU, Oregon, uh, USC, UCLA, Utah, I mean, and win the games that you're supposed to win. Mm Who knows?
1: And, like, again, we're looking at this schedule on paper and saying the teams that are good are going to be good. Every year there's teams that regress, you Mm -hmm. know, surprisingly, or who's to say someone doesn't get injured? I'll touch wood because I don't ever want to see anyone get injured. But a top player for a team gets injured, their whole season has changed. So that's just on paper. There are certainly six winnable games, uh, and
0: I I don't think you even have to take it beyond that. Love that. My guy Samad with a super chat. New oh, top ten. Here we one. go. Uh, top ten: Tresman, Marshall, linebacker; Jacob Hood, offensive line; Keanu Williams, defensive tackle; Jaheim Singletary, defensive back; Demoy Kennedy, linebacker; Eric Gilbert, tight end; Lyneth Whitehead, running back; Marquise Robinson, DT; Keontae Goodwin, offensive lineman; and Dominic Blaylock, wide receiver. Samad has been on it. He sends me his top 10 most desired players pretty often. I love it. Is Eric Gilbert still available? He I is. Thought he committed somewhere. Um, but I could be wrong. I'll take your yeah. guys' word for it. I got some info on him that um, off field is a concern. Mm, that's a bummer. Yep. 279 likes. Yep. 21 let's go away on. from 300. Let's get it. Pump it up. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to get through all of these, but we'll try our best here, Kel. So, what are your thoughts on having Travis and Kramani locking down the corners? This kid coming or not? Your thoughts? He's coming, and it would be amazing.
1: I think he's coming for sure. Uh, And, I mean, press man on the outside with two of the best corners in the nation.
0: Yep, Doesn't get much easier for a defensive coordinator. Yep. Uh, For the pass rushers, either. What's the minimum number of wins for this season to be a success? I mean, anything more than one, I think, is an accomplishment, honestly. But... Where would I'm, you set it? I'm going to
1: say five. Five? Love that. Set your standards. Five high. is going to be like some fans will still be disappointed. Um, sure. It's missing a bowl game. You should be disappointed. Right, right. So, but I think in the end, you'll be able to look back and say Coach Prime multiplied the wins by five. Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn good. Yep. Um, but the, I'm, I'm giving a little extra leeway there. I think most fans would say it's probably
0: a bowl game. We have almost a 1,000 people in the chat right now. Smash that thumbs up button while we finish out the show. Jamel, what is up, man? He asks, how are the Pac-12 championship teams decided? So they went away with divisions last year. It was just yep. purely top two uh, conference records. Another thing that percentage. we were so far away from, I didn't even know happened. Yeah. Until the game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they just changed it last year. We'll see. I mean, they're obviously in flux in terms of realignment and stuff. So. But winning percentage, right? sure conference winning percentage is, yep. is what it is because it got really really complicated that last week because oregon was still yeah. in it utah was still in it usc was still in it and washington had an outside shot too so it yep. was really complicated yep um, james asks if a player enters the portal and doesn't find a school to pick them up does the closing of the portal trap them forcing them to essentially <laughs> walk on instead no uh,
1: well i mean i guess if no one picks you up but I think what he means is, like, right now. If the portal right, closes right. right now, you can commit whenever. And that's what you mentioned at the yes, beginning. Yes. You just can't
0: enter the portal right. after today. And from what I've seen, players can just withdraw their names and they're, like, back on back their and, roster. Yeah, that is a weird thing. It
1: feels like there should maybe Like, I'm all for the player... It's hard for me to swallow, but I think I'm all for the players just being able to choose where the, where the best situation is for them. It does feel like there should be some sort of consequence... So that they can't just do it because they had a bad day. Right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You have to really think. Okay. Do I want to do this? Because
0: once I do it, it's permanent. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. Ryan J with the question for us: Have you read the athletic piece on the whirlwind that was hiring of Coach Prime? Very well done and a must. I have not. I, no, not I got either. something to read now too. There you go.
1: We got reading homework, watching homework, watching homework. I I didn't do my homework. Now I'm getting yelled <laughs> at. There
0: you go. come on man gonna flunk out is the new tv deal going to be effective this year or next when will it be announced so it's not effective this year it is for 2024 and beyond as to when it's gonna be announced i don't know man i've been checking i feel like weekly since october on just news on it so i mean it took them forever just to announce the schedule (laughs) yeah (laughs) um hopefully by the season I I feel like that's even optimistic at this point because the Big 12 one didn't come through until October, I think. I wonder if the Pac-12
1: would prefer to see the numbers that come out when Coach Prime is coaching or to go with the allure of what it could be before there's actual numbers on it. And and I don't know which one is going to be better. We obviously know that uh, Coach Prime arriving jacked our numbers up crazy. Uh Um, But... The question is: Is it is is like that? Let's just say that TCU game. Actually, they don't have that one. The Nebraska game. Like, how big are the numbers going to be on that? Yeah, it could be insane. Mm-hmm. Could and then be. you you throw
0: that at Amazon Prime and say, right here you go, this is what you're missing out on. That game against Nebraska could be like one of the top ten most viewed college football games next season. Very well. I could full. I, it's not even like out of the question. It there could you. absolutely be up there. Um. Peterson. Buzzer beater super chat from Sean. What's up? Any way we can put together a DMVR NLI collective to pay my boy AD Mitchell? (laughs) Rumor here in Georgia is that Texas and USC tampered, and we're offering big money. Um, That's a great idea. I love this
1: idea. I feel like it's how we end up like as part of a thirty for thirty about the NIL.
0: Yeah. Um, And I'm in on that. I'm in on that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Changing the game. Um, One
1: podcast. Raise $300,000 just to get one
0: player. <laughs> yeah, we don't want him in SC either, Sean. Uh, they've got too many guys. Can you imagine if instead of thumbs up, we're just like, donate to The Collective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send all your super chats to The Collective. <laughs> We've got $1,000 today. Let's hit two. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, that's it. Another good show. Um, yeah. We'll be back tomorrow. Um... Friday, I think we're gonna go a little earlier. Oh. I don't think I've talked to you about this. You yet. have not. I'm trying to <laughs> go to, to me. I'm trying to go to basketball practice on Friday. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's so, a good excuse. Yes. I'm trying to do my <laughs> job. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um so we'll be back tomorrow around three PM. ScoBuffs. ScoBuffs.